The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is brought to you by Rock Spa. This is Medi Spa, located both in Beverly Hills and Newport Beach, providing services such as Botox, fillers, lasers, and all therapy, as well as hydrofacials and all the aesthetic products you could possibly need. It's run by the medical director, me, Dr. Jay Calvert. Rock Spa Beverly Hills is located at 120 South Spalding Drive in Suite 340, Beverly Hills, 90212. The phone number there is 310-777-0496. And Rock Spa Newport Beach is located at 1617 West Cliff Drive, Newport Beach, California, 92660. The phone number there is 949-644-1111. You can go to their respective websites, rockspanewportbeach.com or rockspabeverlyhills.com. Rockspa was created to help my patients maintain their aesthetic beauty in between whatever operations they have throughout their lives. It's something that allows patients to come in, get their facials, skin treatments, take care of all the Botox fillers and lasers that they need to keep up their beauty, and if they've invested in any of the aesthetic operations I perform, it's the way to maintain those operations. If you mention this podcast, you will get the member's pricing for your hydrofacial. The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is the way that Dr. Ravello and I talk about the issues that are important to us in plastic surgery, but there's nothing better than getting to take care of our patients and do plastic surgery. Our practices are located in Beverly Hills, and I also have a satellite office in Newport Beach. If you'd like to get more information about our actual plastic surgery practices, you can take a look at my practice at drcalvert.com and Dr. Ravello. Ravelloplasticsurgery.com. My phone number is 310-954-1355, or you can contact us directly through the website, ravelloplasticsurgery.com. You can learn about my practice at drcalvert.com, and you can reach my office by calling 310-777-8800, and that will get you an appointment either in Beverly Hills or at the Newport Beach office. My practice is located in Beverly Hills. Our office phone number is 310-954-1355. You can also contact us directly through the website, which is rovelloplasticsurgery.com. We look forward to seeing you in the office for some aesthetic tune-ups. Welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. I'm Dr. Jay Calvert, and I am here today with Dr. Millicent Ravello. Good afternoon. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you? Doing great. I am really excited because we are teeing off the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. That is right. We are excited. I think what we should do today is just kind of let people know who we are and who's talking to them about plastic surgery. Right, exactly. Who, who are we? Who are you? Well, I'm a plastic surgeon. I practice in Beverly Hills, and I came from Cornell Medical School first, and then I trained at the University of Pittsburgh in the Department of Plastic Surgery, and then I started out here in California in a, a long time ago, in 2001, <laughs> I started my first job. I mean, I, it's been forever, but it's good, and I'm happy to be here, and I practice now in Beverly Hills and Newport Beach. Surgery centers in both locations. Love it. And I'm happy to have an incredible associate as yourself who 
has a very, very interesting story of how you kind of traveled around the country. So why don't you tell everybody where you came from, Dr. Ravello? So originally born and raised California, did my undergrad here at UCLA, and then I stayed in LA and did my medical school training at USC. Took a little trip across the country, did a general surgery residency in Louisiana, got my boards in general surgery, came back to LA to do a plastic surgery residency, um, which is how I met you. And then once I graduated, I joined the Roxbury Clinic and Surgery Center and have a practice here in Beverly Hills. We are both in the Roxbury Clinic and Surgery Center. I have an office at the uh, 120 South Spalding Drive office as well, where I see patients. Mm-hmm. I mostly operate over there, but we also have a surgery center here. And uh, I'm in Newport Beach. And I think it's important to understand that we are board-certified plastic surgeons. Yes, that is a big distinction, and we can do a little intro into that. There are a lot of boards, um, but the board for plastic surgery is the American Board of Plastic Surgery. That is a surgeon that has done a plastic surgery residency and has completed very rigorous requirements and testing to obtain their boards. Right, and so from our standpoint, we are boarded by an official board of the American Board of Medical Specialties, which is the ABMS. Mm -hmm. And so the American Board of Plastic Surgery is a member board of that group. So what that means that we are certified by our peers, essentially, who are the, you know, upper echelon plastic surgeons that run the board and that we are tested and followed and Mm -hmm. retested. We've met the requirements. We've done the training. We are up to snuff. We are who we say we are. Correct. Uh, And that's important. So when you're getting your information here, um, and by the way, all of our information can be found on our websites. Uh, yours is RavelloPlasticSurgery.com. Yes. DrCalvert.com, just D-R-Calvert, C-A-L-V like Victor E-R-T, as I have to spell it 48 times a day, because how you could screw up Calvert, there are many ways. Trust me. Try Ravello. Try Millicent Ravello. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not easy. Not fun to write Not too many Millicents around, though. I've never met another Jay Calvert, but there's a Ken Calvert. I think he's some sort of uh, politician in uh, Orange County, as a matter hmm. of fact. Um, never met him. So drcalvert.com, RavelloPlasticSurgery.com, resources to go to. And what we want to talk to you all about today is who is a candidate for plastic surgery? Right. Why would you go to a plastic surgeon? What can you expect? And is this something that you should do? People always say, why is it called plastic surgery? We could probably start with that. They, they have a medical student in the room somewhere? I'll tell you a funny story about that. One, uh, one guy who's getting a job at a hospital in Pennsylvania, and I remember the story very well because he was negotiating for his position as a plastic surgeon at the hospital, and he was meeting with the CEO, and he said, uh, to the CEO said, so what are you going to need? He goes, well, I'll need a clinic and a nurse and you know some rooms to see people. He goes, great. And then he goes, I'll need some operating room time. The guy says, great. And, uh, you know, I need a salary, you know, for all those sort of things. And the, and the CEO is like, that sounds great. Let's get you su- signed up. And he said, okay, great. And then he goes, and well, how much is it going to cost for the plastic? Oh. What? <laughs> and he was like, what? And he goes, well, you're a plastic surgeon. Don't you need plastic? And he was like, oh my goodness. Wait a second. So anyway, the, what the term plastic surgeon has been around long before the term plastic plastic that we know of right. and, it, and it, it's derived from a greek word plastikos, plastikos which means to mold or to shape which is the first sentence of every applicant applying to a plastic surgery resident absolutely <laughs> so, 
So we. So if you don't know that by now. Yeah. Now we we're telling it for the the public though yeah. because the public doesn't know that no, they no, think no, no, it's because no. we do now use plastic in plastic surgery. We use gin implants and silicone plastic and whatever, right. and we use uh, you know MedPore and there's all these things that are actual plastics Plastic. that we use. Right. But the, the idea is not that you look plastic or that you use plastic. No. no. It, sometimes you do, but. No, it's from plastic coast to mold. Not if we are operating on them. They don't look plastic. Natural plastic surgery is our our thing. We want you to look better than you did before, but not like you've had plastic surgery. That's kind of my calling card. I, I think that's reasonable. I, we'll get to a Dr. Phil show story about that someday, but... <laughs> and, and it ends with, and I'm never invited back. So <laughs> Ooh, stay tuned. And it wasn't because of Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil and I got on just great, but it, it, was, a, it was a good one. Anyway, the reality is is that we are surgeons that change things on the body either by restoring them doing restorative surgeries for instance for breast cancer reconstruction people have had face fractures um they've lost parts of their body somewhere for right. something or they chest wall reconstruction about a certain part or aspect that's the reconstructive aspect of plastic surgery right and we reconstruct bodies to restore the spirit absolutely it is a it, to me, it's like a religious experience to be able to treat people this way and to be able to help them with whatever's missing or not I mean, there. It's, it's or the mind, body, better. spirit, emotional connection. It's all associated. It's all attached. You know, so when you're having a, any kind of problem and, and you can have it restored, have your body restored back to some level of normalcy, it makes a huge difference in everything. Huge deal. And I, I love what I do. I am very privilege to be able to do these operations and take care of people and and be there for them that way it's it's really unique oh I, I couldn't agree more and so when you're sitting there as a patient thinking to yourself i need plastic surgery it should be because you can identify something very specific that you need changed Right. And it's usually, so these are not the reconstructive patients. These are patients that are otherwise walking around, healthy patients that may just have one or two aspects of their body or their face that they just don't like. Right. So that pretty much means everybody on earth. It means everybody. It means <laughs> you, me, and everyone else that we're going to see for the rest of the day. I don't know anyone that doesn't have something <laughs> on their body that like, they're how like, long do you if have? I could Got just do this. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it's, not, I mean, yes, we all have things we don't like, but it's how much does it bother you? It's how much does it bother you? And are you somebody that will have plastic surgery? Because right. not everybody will have it. I mean, no, there's no. some people who are just like, you know what? I just would never have an operation. No, I don't like this, but it's not, not for me. Right. Yeah. Now, there are people that are like, you know what? I can... If I can change it, I'm doing it. And right. they're all about it and good for them because those That's are our why patients. We're here. That's right. And yeah. we have many, many people that come for rhinoplasty or facelifts because they're feeling like they look tired or older or whatever. Um, tummy tucks, liposuction. I mean, we, we I, first of all, I love all those operations I just named. They are high on my <laughs> list of things that I do. And I, I know they are for you too. But it's it's all about finding the right person to talk to about what you're interested in doing no it's a hundred percent agree and we sort of touched a little bit about making sure your surgeon is board certified so that's sort of the first place to start before you start even going past that look on their website look at the american board of plastic surgery you can look up surgeons and once you're confident that they have the adequate training that you need then you can start narrowing it down to the aesthetic that you like and then when you go and you meet them and have a consultation do you like them as a person yeah you want to have that connection it's huge it's critical yeah you got to feel it it's got to be there 
you know, this is a very personal choice. It's a big deal. It's a big deal to have surgery in general, let alone something that's going to change how you look. And you've got to find the person. And, and this is where I always say, you got to look at the before and after photos. Right, because that's what you're going to look like. It is the surgeon's aesthetic calling card. It's what he does or what she does. That's the look. So if you don't like what their afters look like, then that's not the surgeon for you. You got to look at those before and afters. I mean, I, I saw a patient today who came in and said, oh, we saw so-and-so. And, you know, we just didn't feel a connection with him. The mom and the daughter, the daughter was here for a rhinoplasty. And it's like, you know, we just didn't feel connected to him. And, like, we didn't like his before and after photos and then what he did on the computer like it didn't look good to us and i said and you're here today Yeah, that's not your guy no and it's not and you know that's that's really it it's not that he's a i and i know who he is and he's a good surgeon and he has lots of patients and he right. operates he's all the somebody's time. guy just not theirs just not theirs yeah. that's right and that's totally okay that's and totally fine that you know there are lots of flavors of plastic surgery and you know it's just and, and it also comes down to terminology because sometimes you'll say, well, I think I want a facelift. Well, there's a lot of interpretations of what a facelift is. If you look on the web, I mean, some people say facelift in 45 minutes. Well, I don't do that. No, I don't do a facelift in 45 minutes. I don't even know what minutes. that is. Yeah. No, I do a facelift in three hours and it requires me to do the neck and the face and I do it all one time and my patients are generally either asleep or sedated. And these guys that do a facelift in 45 minutes under local anesthesia, it's just not the same thing as what I'm doing. It may look nice and it may be good. Um, it may have a different longevity, but you know, a lot of times I tell people, well, it's like asking for transportation. And they say, well, I'd like to get from here to Santa Monica. I said, great. There's a lot of modes of transportation to get from here to Santa right. Monica. How long do you want to take? Well, How much do you want to spend? That's right. What appeals to you? You can take a tricycle <laughs> or you can ride in the back of a Bentley. Those are two very different modes of transportation to but Santa Monica. But they'll get Monica. you there eventually. Both will get you there. Mm -hmm. But they're two different things. I'm not going to tell you who the Bentley is and I'm not going to tell you who the tricycle is. I'm just saying they're different. Either way, it's all okay Pick the Bentley, pick the tricycle, pick whatever you want. As long as you get there and you're happy, that's great. Then you're fine. That's exactly right. And that's the thing is that there's a there's a surgeon for everyone. There's an approach for everyone. And there, there, it's not to disparage the tricycle. And it's not to buoy up the, the Bentley. Yeah, because some people want a Toyota. Yeah. And they're, and they're super happy. Or a moped. <laughs> I don't know who wants the moped. Does anybody want a moped? Is that something you want? Or do you just get relegated to like, I have to drive this moped? I'm not even entirely clear what a moped is, if I'm perfectly honest. That's awesome. I'm so glad. <laughs> I mean, like, it has two wheels. That's about all I know. I like you more now. Because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not even going to get into the moped thing. Because there's it a whole have thing two about it. It's two wheels, it right? It does. It's two wheels. It's you got to pedal it. It's like, uh, no, you know, no, no. not my favorite. I'd rather have the tricycle. Should honestly. you have plastic surgery? <laughs> <laughs> Do you need plastic surgery? <laughs> I would still get on the tricycle before the moped, actually. Because the tricycle, you know what you got. The moped, it's like a high... I don't know. Anyway, back to how back you to pick your plastic, plastic surgery. Back to having plastic surgery. Do you like your, did you do your research? Are they qualified to do your surgery? Are they board certified? 
do you like their befores and afters? You've gone to the website, you've decided that you like their look and you want something similar. Then you meet them in person and you discuss your options and you decide whether or not this was someone that you trust and that you can work with. And there's no harm in going and meeting a few different plastic surgeons because you will get probably a couple different options and they probably are all very legitimate options. That's just, they're different. There's no really right or wrong way of doing most plastic surgeries. There's just the surgeon's way and the, the patient's preference. Ask 100 plastic surgeons how to do any operation. You will get 100 different answers. Every time. That is for sure. And they're all right. And they're all right. That's true. <laughs> it's true. And it's the, and, but they're all going to be different. And that makes it very confusing for patients because they're like, we saw you know, this many plastic surgeons about this you know, facelift. And you know, we don't know what to pick. Right. And so that's where it goes back to the before and afters and that relationship with the, with the doctor. That's it. That's because it they're going to tell you, this is how I do it. And, you know, don't try to tell the plastic surgeon how to do an operation yeah. because, you know, they they do it their way and they're not yeah. going to change it to something that's not right for them. So they do it a certain way. And if that's not for you, then leave. Then leave. And that's Go somewhere fine. else. Say, you know yeah. what? Thanks so much. But I'm going to go some check out some other stuff. Yep. This doesn't seem to, to, to gel for me. No. And you, 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 you got you to gotta do what's right for you. And if you have a bad feeling, then trust your gut. I think also there's a big question of price because elective cosmetic surgery. It ain't cheap. It ain't cheap. And that's something that it ain't I cheap think for us to do. very important to understand. I think with kind of almost the mass commoditization, is that a word, mass commodity that plastic surgery has become with social media, it seems like everyone's doing it. If you look on social media, everyone's getting plastic surgery. But they're not. But they're not. And it's not something that is cheap. You know, it's not something that you should bargain shop for just because you really, really want it because you see everybody else getting it. If it's something that's very important to you, Find the right surgeon for you and save your pennies if you have to. You know, there's different ways of financing. There's different ways of doing it. But trying to get a bargain on plastic surgery is never a good idea. No, you want to, you got to recognize if you're in Beverly Hills, the pricing is different. It it has to be. If you're in Topeka, Kansas, the pricing is different. Right. Both may be excellent plastic surgeons. They may be exactly the same, very well qualified, but it's just different markets, uh, different financial you know, compensation strategies. It's just different. The rent is different. The staff that you have to have. I mean, a a nurse in Beverly Hills, I am sure is double or triple the salary of somebody that's working in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which makes sense. It's just local cost of living. Everybody needs to live. Right. So it's just a different, and that's the hard part because, you know, not everybody's going to get on a plane and fly to Beverly Hills to have plastic surgery. Though we believe they should. <laughs> we invite you to. <laughs> right. but, but it's not realistic. It's not realistic. It's not. It's expensive and, and here. You know, it's crazy. No matter where you are in the country, you can find a very good plastic surgeon. And, yes. and I think that's very important to, Absolutely. to say. But that gets, just gets back to the pricing. It depends on where you are and who you're seeing. There are great plastic surgeons in every city. There really are. And, yeah, I agree. You know, I know these guys and gals and they're amazing and they all, you know, really give everything they've got to their patients. They're very dedicated, and there's a lot of really bad plastic surgeons in every city. And they should, you should run Beverly like Hills. hell if you can get out of there. There are plenty in Beverly Hills that are yeah. no good. That's right. Yeah. But you know, do your research, check things out, spend some time, and then you know, make that call and go in and, and talk to somebody and say, "This is what I'm interested in. What do you think?" Right, and make your decision. And and. and out of 10 times, I think the average plastic surgery patient is very happy that they had plastic surgery. 
yeah, I, I say 95% of the time right. I am dealing with complete home run mm-hmm. happy patients. Mm-hmm. And 5% of the time there are complications, there are issues, there are problems. It doesn't work the way that they want. And that's unfortunate. It has to be dealt with. And by the way, yeah. that's when you find out how good your surgeon is. I couldn't agree more. You really do. Because when things aren't right, that's when your surgeon either steps up and takes care of business and does everything they can to help you, or you feel like you got to find somebody else to help you. I agree. Well, this is a good little intro. I'm, I'm, uh, we stay pretty, more or less on track. I, I, I think, you know, <laughs> there are very few tangents. They, they may occur here and there. I, I uh, apologize in advance for uh, repeating stories that uh, have scarred me for life, essentially. But uh, I do think that it's important that, that if you're going to listen in to this podcast, that you should subscribe. Uh, go on to iTunes and subscribe to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. And if you can also, please review us. We're happy to get as many reviews, and uh, obviously we would like them to be favorable. So uh, if you can send us the bad news by DM instead of writing it into a really bad review, we'd appreciate it. You really hate us, and we're personally offended by this entire podcast. That's right. Please do uh, review us. Send us uh, your DMs uh, on Instagram. We're happy to, uh, to answer you, to help you find a plastic surgeon in your neighborhood if we can. And... We will be back with more and more of these podcasts. So this is the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast coming to you from the 90210. The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is brought to you by Rock Spa. 